Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Let's gab. Welcome back. Here we are for part two of public humiliation. Yeah, embarrassing moments. Yes. Everyone's favorite topic, really. Really. We can't get over like all of the influx of messages that we got. They were <laughs> awesome. And it makes us feel a little bit better about our embarrassing stories. Because oh, yeah. we have put ourselves out there for six months now with guys, really embarrassing almost stories. Almost every episode is something embarrassing that we have done or been through. Right. So we hope that now you guys are feeling comfortable. Like, okay. This is a safe space. Because look what Allison did. Look what Britt did. Look what they said. <laughs> look what they've been through. They showed full, someone their booty on the train. Full frontal or f- full derriere nudity or whatever. Right. <laughs> Plus po- hands and poop at campgrounds. I mean, so many things. So we're here for it. We hope you guys are learning to just laugh about these things because that's what life's all about. I know. I ran into... Did I include this in an episode? I ran into um, a friend um, at a store. She brought up the podcast. I was like, oh, you listen? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I listen. And she goes, a lot of weird stuff happens to you. And I was like, oh, I know. I think this is the reason we started this because yeah. we're like... We might as well. I know. My close friends, they'll say to me like, oh, if it was going to happen to anybody, it'd be you. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's, like I said, I think the Lord knows I can kind of learn to laugh about it Mm -hmm. at some point or another. But then she also goes, and a lot of weird things happen to your friends. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's true. And so, but I think sometimes. That's an outsider's perspective. We're weird. You guys are weird. Yeah. (laughs) Let's all be weird together. (laughs) Putting yourself out there, doing things like dating, trying new things. They all are going to leave you to have these sort of stories and that's okay. Keep putting yourself out there. Keep trying new things. Just make sure you send us the stories of how they all went down later. Yeah. Anyway, with so lots of detail. we're continuing on with some of these embarrassing stories. We just did an episode about school. And school fosters a lot of very embarrassing moments. Yeah. Because these are your peers. These are the people that you're seeing all day, every day. So when something happens, it sticks in their memory. So this girl submitted a story talking about lady time. Oh, and she's like okay. 13 or 14 years old. And she was still too terrified to use the tampon. And she was not what she says, one of those luckier, like light period yeah. people. So it was whilst she was in English class. Well, <laughs> while she was in English class, she felt herself starting to bleed through her pad, <sighs> which is just the most terrible feeling oh, yeah. in the world. Um, nothing, nothing ensues that sense of dread more. and panic. You're just yeah. like, where do I go from here? Like, do yeah, I just, do I just forever stay on this chair until everyone has evacuated the building? <laughs> do I get up? Do I, what do I do? This is like Custer's last stand. You're not going anywhere. You're not moving. <laughs> So she said she uh, just kind of jumped up. She she kind of caught it right away, grabbed the hall pass, and gave the teacher that, you know, all too familiar look, like, I gotta go, and bolted out of class. And she had, she had gone through her pants. And so she came back to class and then gave her teacher another no look, look, like, mm, and... While she waited for her sister to come and get her to take her home, the teacher, thankfully, was, like, perceptive enough to realize what was going on and just said, come sit in my desk until okay. your sister gets here. That would be worse. Wouldn't you feel, like, all of a sudden your class is like, why is she sitting at the teacher's desk? Well, I would guess, and I don't know this for sure, but based on the next part of the story, I would guess maybe class was excused, and so oh. she came to sit down. So she's not hanging out in the hallway? Right. Okay. Because she said, next in walks the cutest boy in school. Right. Mm-hmm. Cue the slow-mo dreamy music. And the fan. I just I heat in your arms tonight. <laughs> and there she's at the desk, like, slow blinking, like, mouth open. And um, it's, she, like, backlit from the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> well, it turns out she was actually kind of the new girl. Oh. So oh. she figured, um, like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't even talk to me. He doesn't right. know who I am. Mm-hmm. But, of course, he was the TA. 
for that oh. next class. He's like, I usually sit here. So he just like pulls up a chair, sits right next to her and starts chatting with her. Oh. While she's sitting there just and like... That's such a battle because you're like, this is my dream come true. But also, my this is nightmare. horrible. Yeah. So the next thing you know, the office <laughs> calls, calls her and says, we'd like to check out so-and-so. Your sister's here to pick you up? Yes. Well, yeah. She just gets up. There's blood all over the teacher's <gasps> chair. No. And she just runs out. Oh, just no. Just runs out. She's like, he probably thought I was a freak. Not to mention the fact that she's left... A, a pool of oh, puddle gosh. of blood on the chair. I, like if it were a stool, I would have just held on my held it onto my booty <laughs> and walked out. But if it's like one of those teacher, like, chair, <laughs> teacher chairs with wheels, that's not so much of an option. I, I, oh, I would have just like dug my <laughs> wheels. Scooting out. I gotta go. I'll be taking this chair. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I just would have done what she did and been like, <laughs> I, goodbye. I'm gonna go die now. I think I really would have wheeled yeah. myself out. Of- <laughs> and then, like, tried to make it funny. Well, I'm peacing out yeah. in style. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the timing, again, of, like, the cutest boy oh. in school right, walking in right then. Right then. It's just, yeah. And, it's then, just, and then it's always how it goes. Her sister, of course, got there while he was sitting right there. She couldn't have gotten there two minutes earlier, earlier or later when the boy was there. busy off doing his TA responsibilities. It had oh, to have been right, right then. then. Mm-hmm. Or I would have just sat there a little longer. I'm like, she can wait. Uh, <laughs> till next period literally oh, I'm just kidding. and then once he got distracted by something like the teacher's like oh okay brad yeah. i need you to come file these papers then hightailed it yeah oh. you probably been like uh they're calling you right uh, i'll give it a little time yeah, okay. it'll she's, be fine i'm really likes, she likes to chat with the secretary i'm really enjoying this conversation <laughs> are you but I, I know every woman or every girl has had something Ugh. like this happen, mm-hmm. and it just brings back that, like... Well, yeah, this, oh. like, the sense of total dread. Yes, and it's so hard, because as much as we want to try and, like, normalize it, it's gotten better through the years mm-hmm. that how much more understanding people are and open people are. It's still, nonetheless, you just feel It's a little bit like the poo your pants. You. Yes. I feel like poo your pants is worse. Yes. But it's, like, in that category. Uh-huh. It's the, the lower half bodily fluids. It's in that category. Yeah. And especially teenage boys, they just don't understand. <laughs> they get a lot, a, like used to a lot more when they're married to a woman. So, yeah. But at that time, they're just like, oh, gross. Oh, well, guess what? When I was about that age, like, well, no, I was in junior high and going into ninth grade and I tore my meniscus in my knee. And so I had to go to physical therapy. And so I was on my period and I went to my first visit with my physical therapist and I was laying on the physical therapy bed <laughs> and- <laughs> And he's got my one leg uh, up, of course, like up in, in like the and he's doing like the bicycle <laughs> with, with my leg. Oh, no. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. uh oh, something's going on. And I sit up. I'm like, I've got to go to the bathroom. And so I hurt. <laughs> <my ear. sighs> I feel really bad for you, and maybe this is bad, but I do feel bad for the physical therapist right? too because he's like, I'm sure he's embarrassed he's for you. He's just trying to do his job. Well, and he's and not. He's like, I didn't, when you're signed up to be a physical therapist, you're you not dealing with like the. That. Yeah, you don't, you're not really dealing with the fluids until you until you are. Yeah, and like all I wanted to do was walk alongside people as they walked on the treadmill. Yeah, yeah. after they got back surgery, so I ran to the bathroom and of course, yeah, I leaked through. And you know, did you go back? And it well, it leaked through onto the table. Oh, so what? I mean, you, my mom came and got me because I was just like, oh no, because the physical therapy session, you know, could not go on. <laughs> 
he didn't want me sitting on the stationary bike. He didn't want me laying on the table anymore, and I didn't want to either. And so, Brit's I like, just, let's be honest with each other here. Yeah, so, neither of us wants to keep this going. Okay? I'll be back next week. No, I won't. I'm going to go die now. Um, oh so, my gosh! Yeah, mom had to come get me, and he was probably in his 30s. Yeah, so a younger kind of guy, and and he was like, oh, it's okay. You know, I had to learn a whole lot more about this stuff when I got married. And, mm-hmm. oh, and so he was like trying to make me feel better as I sat in the lo- well, stood in the lobby, <laughs> waited for mom. Oh. <laughs> and you're like, please stop talking. Please just stop like, talking. Just go attend your other just patients. Get away from me right this minute. <laughs> I think we need to do a full episode on like doctor, Doctor doctor's office. offices because mm-hmm. people just have all these stories about it. And we've mm-hmm. had ones mixed into so many episodes yeah. that I think it's time we just dedicate a whole episode and yeah. we've had a couple people message us saying, do a doctor's office when I have okay. a good story. We so we need to do that. Well, and what makes embarrassing stories so embarrassing is obviously like the amount of people or the, or who the people are that are witnessing. Oh yeah. It. Like yeah. you said, you know, you were at school and ended up in front of the entire school falling, falling. and like, things, oh, that was last episode. episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So a lot of these have to do with that. Like if there's no one there to see it, we've talked about this before. It's not embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. One time we were going to... And all these school ones are like coming up after we did the school episode that are like, they're getting triggered in my brain. Yeah. So on the day when you are in ninth grade and it's at the end of the year and you go and tour the high school. Yes. You are like... You want to be looking great. Right. You are in your hottest outfit. Yep. Your hair is scrunched or barrel curled to perfection. Right. And you got all the cakey base on that you can possibly squeeze out With of that. With your frosted lipstick. Squeeze out of that Maybelline tube. And so obviously me and my friends, we're going around and, and, of course, and I feel like this is almost like perverted, um, that like the older <laughs> guys are like checking out the fresh meat. Yeah. Cause a little they're bit. 14 at the time, maybe 15, <laughs> like simmer down boys. That's yeah. gross. So what happened was um, we went on the tour of the school and kind of like passed all the guys. And then we went down to the auditorium to do kind of like this orientation assembly, welcome to the school thing. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of the senior guys were hanging out outside the auditorium. And you had to go down this big flight of stairs to get down to the auditorium area. Uh-huh. And my friend was like leading the group and she had on like thick, chunky, like the wood based, yep. the wood based platform, chunky sandals. She loses her step uh-huh. and it goes tumbling down. Uh, in the high traffic area. Tum- yeah. Tumbling down the stairs. There's like a flood of senior guys at the bottom of the stairs. She's got like a mini denim skirt yeah. on and like chunky, clunky, like wooden boots that are like, yep. As she like flops down the <laughs> she stairs. She sounds like a pack mule, like coming down the stairs. <laughs> A Clydesdale. Oh my gosh. And we were all just so, we felt You're like, so, oh my gosh, here's that. <laughs> we felt so bad for her. Yeah. But also we were like thanking our lucky stars that, it wasn't, that, you know, that was not yeah. us. There's always a little bit of that in every embarrassing <laughs> moment story. You're like, oh, my gosh. oh, I feel so bad. Slash, thank heavens it's not me. <laughs> well, that, okay. The, I love when like stories can segue that you have one and I have one because this girl was in junior high and we've already established this is just the worst time anyway. Uh, but she saw a group of boys all standing in a circle, of course. Mm-hmm. So she decides she's going to be brave and walk like right into the circle and get her flirt on. Yes. This is prime chance for get her it, with girl. all these guys. Get it. Well, apparently someone had spilled a soda right before. <laughs> so as she walks over, she slid <gasps> on her stomach. What? She somehow slipped. I'm picturing like, like a, a penguin. penguin. Yeah, yes. Exactly. <laughs> on her stomach into the circle of boys. 
Just like bowling pins, probably. Anyway, into the middle of their circle. So now she's covered in coke and on the ground on her stomach and tries to play it cool and like pops up and bounces up to her feet. And the first thing that came out of her mouth to one of the guys was, you have luscious lips. What? Just fl- stop it now. No, stop, stop, I know, stop. I know it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. That, 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 is, that has never been kissed written all over it, the movie. That's one of oh my Myra's favorite we movies. Need to watch that. It's His so voice long. is so mellifluous. <laughs> if I could just get one kiss. That's what it reminds me of. Guys, it like. It's like that slip, like, knocks something loose. Yeah. Like anything And then it was ever, like word vomit. It's anything she ever thought in her mind, just like. Fell you have lips. And she said those boys brought it up to her for years after that. Of course they did. Mm -hmm. Because junior high boys are the worst. Kind of tend to be the worst. (laughs) Yes. And they brought it up and teased her about it for years. (laughs) Luscious lips. Oh my goodness. I want to know what she said after that. How did she exit? I'm I'm guessing she's just like walked out i don't know I'm, I'm like picturing on new girl when like jess and nick like they moonwalk out of the weird situations yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> that was like that's like their defense mechanism right like moonwalk away from like bad situations right okay well we're talking about falls this is perfect and this girl has an amazing video to go with this story and i cannot wait to when, share it when allison told me that we received this story i you guys <laughs> Allison and I saw this video <laughs> like years ago, like 10 years ago. Yeah. We watched it over and over <laughs> and then discussed it several times. Yes. And so the fact that this girl listens to our podcast, yes, couldn't be more fate. It was like, it's like life came full circle. Yes. It's like <laughs> so serendipitous. I can't even. And she, so she has sent us the video mm-hmm. the, and the, given us permission. Oh, and so I, I was really excited about this. Right. All right. So she has started dating this guy. And I actually have the backstory now because oh. we had kind of never known the backstory. All we saw was the video. Yes. And so we just had to come to our own conclusions. <laughs> Make assumptions. <laughs> so she had started dating this guy about six months before he left on a church mission, like we've specified before. And she actually headed out on a mission, different mission, a little while after. So they wrote letters the whole time in those two years. And she said, I, I know. So if you're not like... We were talking about this. We talk a lot about stories on people's missions. So if you're kind of unfamiliar with the territory, I actually think this is actually very darling. It's like, right. it's like wartime or something. Yeah. And your bow's on the front line. Like, and you, so it's still... And you're getting to know each other via it's, it's handwritten very, letter. It's very romantic. Yes. And so, I don't know. I think it really builds that, like, you know, romance and love and just yes. the, the cuteness. Yes. And she, and you know, they'd only dated six months before and they were young. And so they really got to know each other over these two years of writing. And she said, I know it sounds crazy, but he just, I just knew he was the one is kind mm-hmm. of what she said. Once again, darling. Right. So <laughs> apparently he felt the same and there was just a lot of excitement on yeah. both ends uh-huh. to see each other. And she was home earlier than him. So she gets all gussied up. She's wearing a form-fitting dress. She is wearing high, high oh, gold very, heels. Very high she's heels. got the spray tan. I mean, she's like, it's not the same thing. Like, uh-huh. this is going to be perfect. Wasn't it like a white dress? Yes, white. Like, she's got, like, here comes the bride vibes on. <laughs> she had to make a great, like, re-first impression. Let's just uh-huh. say that. So she was going to greet him at the airport, and she was with his family, and they were running late. So she managed to make it through the airport in these heels running. Like, they were running <laughs> through the airport to get to the escalators mm-hmm. for when he came down. Yeah, so she wasn't like I don't think worried about it and the airport was packed that day she wanted to know just more packed than she'd ever seen it (laughs) and his mom had said I go ahead and go get the first hug which as a mom 
It's a pretty big deal. It is because I'm going to be like, oh, heck no. I birthed him. <laughs> I'm getting the first hug. And so the mom was like, no, you can have the first hug. Anyway, he came down the escalator and she just couldn't contain herself. She started to kind of like making her way through the crowd and yeah, swerving kind of, around the crowds kind of and people. Pu- pushing her way through. I mean, right. Because there was a lot of people. You'll see the video. <laughs> Until he was finally like right in front of her. And so she bolted toward him. <laughs> and let's just say she was tempting fate with those gold high heels on that slippery <laughs> airport floor. The OOTD did not matter at that point because as she bolted towards him, she literally hit the ground like Bambi on ice right in front of him (laughs) in her dress, in her signature gold heels. Her heels went flying off too. She was right in front of him. Like when she finally landed like on her face, she was literally like on the floor at his feet. (laughs) She said being a gentleman, he just scooped her up, hugged her and spun her around. And I guess she just kept saying, Oh my gosh, I fell. Oh my gosh, I fell. So not only did like many strangers at the airport, including her future in-laws, essentially, and some friends that were with them see this fall, but also many people on YouTube since, yes, it was being videoed and they put it on YouTube. Luckily, she just like owned it, you know? Yeah. But I guess you could say she really fell for him and now they are happily married. So it it all was worth biffing it. (laughs) But oh my guys, gosh, this video is so funny. I'm just, I'm very excited for you guys to see it. I watched it again last night multiple <laughs> times and just kept giggling. And I'm like, I hope she does okay with me giggling at her expense. <laughs> Luckily it all turned out okay. But yeah. yes, the fact that he just like, he scooped her up so fast. He did, yeah. Because it's a, pr- it was a pretty big fall and somebody in the background, which apparently was one of her friends, screamed as if someone was being stabbed when they saw her fall. <laughs> so there's this like horrific <laughs> scream, like, <laughs> like as she falls so it makes it that much draws that much more, more attention t- and like more dramatic yes and there's a, and there's so many people in there yes oh and in this video you'll see i i don't i haven't seen it like that much so it's just perfect that it uh-huh. happened to be so crowded <laughs> that one day well yeah and also it seems to be you know we talked about the girl that farted at the bowling alley in front mm-hmm. of her future husband and the girl that like fell in front i, you know, I guess this bodes well yeah. like if the guy reacts badly to these situations then you know yeah he's not the one but and so if he reacts well if he doesn't love you at your worst he doesn't deserve you at your best if he doesn't love you at your why he doesn't deserve you at your high okay and uh, (laughs) wait why like like the question mark moments of your life oh got it (laughs) and the high moments of your life we've talked a lot about school i think school can be a really embarrassing place because you're being forced to see those people every single day Mm -hmm. they're your peers a lot of times, there are people you're interested well, in, and also you're just you're trying so hard, yes, to be cool, yes. And yeah. looking back, you're like just that's like, like oh the my number gosh. one goal is to be like cool and popular, right? Like, well, and just have people I wanna, like you, right? And everybody's different. Like, some you want different people to like you based on your stuff, also, but ultimately, you just don't want to be labeled. You get you can get labeled so quickly, yeah. based on one little thing you do. You can be poo hands so fast. Yep, I, I'm I'm here to tell you. <laughs> I'm here to testify that that is the truth. So it, that's that's the hard thing about it. Also, I have a question real quick when you were saying, like, getting labeled. Are they still doing high school superlatives? I hope not. Someone tell us. I haven't been... I haven't looked into high school yearbook for a while. Yeah. Best body? Best butt? Best looking? Like, have we not moved on from this? Like, are we that shallow of a society? I mean, we are, but we shouldn't be. (laughs) Like, I can't believe that... Where the principal's signing off on, yes, let's vote um, for a girl's best body. Let's choose a girl that we think has the best body hair. Like, horrible. Like, how about... No. No. Finally, by the time my senior year, junior, senior year rolled around, they kind of switched things up and they started doing like kind of just some funnier ones or just, yeah. just more like creative ones, like coolest shoes or something. Yeah. Or like, Are they the one that was like worst driver? 
Yes, kind of worst funny. driver, and they did like most likely to be a rock star. So like mm-hmm. just kind of more ones that weren't so because it started out real shallow. At oh, least, at least best at our hair, school. best smile, best, best body, best butt, you best guys, butt. I know that's pretty. And so if you, if my teenage daughter got was voted, at school and I found out she got voted best butt, I would be like, what in the I'd actual? Be so hell? proud I could cry. Oh stop! <laughs> you would be like, who are these boys that Obviously, voted and girls that voted for her? Obviously, it's a joke, and my kids are never going to get voted best butt. Look at their parents. Now, um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually was in the running for. Well, they were calling it best pockets, and I was in the running Listen. for best pockets. <laughs> I ended up with best laugh. I'll take it. You get put into a very precarious situation Mm -hmm. because you're like, you know what? You might actually relish a little bit in getting voted best butt. But then you know from there on out, everybody is looking at your butt and judging it. Should you have been voted best butt? Should you not have? And, you and they may discuss, discuss it. They it. may discuss yes, it. Yes, that's really sad. So, so I hope those are not. gone. If you're in high school or recently graduated, let us know if those are still happening and we'll put an end to that. And the if, Gap and if, Fest gals, mm-hmm. we'll put an end to we're it. We're going to protest in front of the school. Yep. No, no butts allowed. Yeah. <laughs> and no butts about it. We don't like big butts and we cannot lie. <laughs> we don't like people talking about your butt, your body, or anything else. Oh man, mom's going to die at this episode. <laughs> We've said butt a lot of times. I need to say bottom. Even if I say bum, she's like, say bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we were talk- we've talked a lot about school. I think the same goes for work. Probably worse. Because a lot mm-hmm. of times work, you are not, I mean, depends on the environment you're in. You are not necessarily associating with those people voluntarily. You're, no. You're, you're forced into the situation. Yeah. Same with school, right? Well, this girl said she worked in an environment. She, I need to note that she worked in an environment where she worked with mostly men. There was like maybe two mm-hmm. or three women that worked in this building okay. and it was an old building. Um, she had pooped in the bathroom at work. <laughs> she also noted that this poop wasn't even that big. Oh my gosh. Not even close to her best work. <laughs> But the building and its plumbing were old, like I said, and she said it was like Russian roulette when it came to whether or not it would flush. (laughs) So she had to ask one of her coworkers for help. (gasps) Like she had clogged the toilet. Oh no. She said he had to use the plunger and actually see her poop in the toilet and help her plunge the toilet. A male coworker. (laughs) And you were like one of the only females and he is now sitting there plunging your feces. (laughs) Did you post that meme I sent to you where it's like, nothing makes an atheist turn around quicker than clogging the toilet in, a, in, a in someone home. else's bed? Yes, yes, <laughs> it's true. There is not, no, you will not pray harder until you see that water rising right. towards the seat and you're like, no, no, this can't be, this can't be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> that would be so bad. A, a coworker dude plunging, plunging your, your poo. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think I would have just been there until I passed out. I yeah. would have just been plunging like, yeah, okay, you got this. You and got then I this. think I would have just found a way out where I would have just found a way back to my desk and been like, I, I don't know who clogged the toilet. Uh-huh. I just don't think I, w- I could go tap I think my coworker I would- and be like, mm-hmm. I just, no, I would play it off. And I'd be like, oh, when I went in the bathroom, it was clogged. I put a sign up. <laughs> yeah. I would have um, been guys, like, like totally blame it. Um, guys, you guys did not use toilet paper. Someone clogged the toilet. Oh uh, yeah. I would totally do that. <laughs> Throw everyone under the bus except for myself. Yeah, and she works with a bunch of dudes. That would be easier yeah, to do. Yeah, way easier to blame them. Yep. Because <laughs> we all know they take too long in the bathroom. Yep. And so it'd be it'd be much more likely for that to happen. Well, poop. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, this girl, she said she was dating a guy. Okay. And she went camping um, with her family, and then he came along, and they went on a long hike. I don't know. Something like about going on hikes and walks that gets the bowels moving. It just does. Mm-hmm. That's and why they say to do it. 
Yeah, that's true. So she really has to go poop really bad. She decides she's going to just wander way off. Like they're all kind of along hanging out and she's like, I'm going to go way, 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 way over there. And she said it was like an old service road. And so people don't walk by there very much. She probably almost like got lost in the wilderness trying to like (laughs) find a place to poop Mm -hmm. so that it would be in a, a place that no one would ever find it. She did have some toilet paper because they were campers and they had supplies. And she used a lot of toilet paper, but she didn't bring a shovel. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of just had this this mound of poop and toilet paper. <laughs> and so it kind of stuck out maybe more than just regular I'm thinking poop. I need to add shovel to like my diaper bag list. <laughs> like a handheld like trap. What do they call that? A trowel? A garden trowel? Yeah. Maybe. A handheld garden mm-hmm. trowel into my diaper bag. <laughs> There's just too many incidences I'm hearing about and experiencing mm-hmm. where I need a shovel to go to the bathroom. Well, and she said because she used more toilet paper, it actually made it stand out more because then it's this <laughs> glowing white, white versus like brown that could maybe like blend in yes. with the forest atmosphere a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But she's like, whatever, we're, I'm going to go back with everybody and we're going to keep hiking and we're not even going to go past that way. Well, turns out whoever's leading the hikes, like, let's go here. And they start hiking. Gosh, it's like that dang ring of fire person that just like they don't they just speak for the group and everyone just goes along with it. What I know, if it were me, I'd be like, huh, uh, I heard it's haunted over there. Like I would come up with I saw a bear, you know. Right. right. <laughs> like I saw a wasp's nest. I would We gotta up, go. I would come up with every excuse. Isn't this where they found those bodies? <laughs> every excuse to go the other direction. But you know, I maybe she was just not wanting to draw attention to it and being yeah. like, I won't say anything. I'll just, whatever. We'll just go past there. But of course they notice. And she said that her boyfriend saw her big old pile of poo and toilet paper <laughs> in the middle of the service road. They all knew she was the feces phantom. Yeah. The culprit once again, okay, <laughs> the well, feces this- phantom. It's not just one person. Yes. It's, it's, you can, any of us anybody can be a feces, can be a feces phantom. phantom. It's if you drop and go. <laughs> That's, that's what makes if you, you a feces drop, phantom. If you drop and let other people discover it, yes. then you are the feces phantom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just need to share this because it happened maybe last summer. I think it was last summer. My in-laws, um, they huckleberry pick every year usually. It's like a very limited season and you kind of have to hike up to find these huckleberries. So one day they said, do you want to come with us? Well, they have like the secret spot that they don't like to show anybody. Okay. And huckleberries, it's not like Seattle over here. Like it's, you know, <laughs> there's not like the Pacific Northwest over here. We don't have huckleberries like as much as they do so we went up there well it was all picked over and we were like oh okay uh-huh. it was quite a drive so i was kind of like well that's okay better than they next were like time. no somebody told us about this other area and we're gonna go okay we're pretty far into this and i have a one-year-old and oh. a seven-year-old and a four-year-old in the car and we've been driving a long time and i needed to go number two <laughs> and i was like i don't know if i can keep doing this I have to go to the bathroom. My husband's like, well, at this point, there's nowhere to go to the bathroom. Even if we started driving home, we're way out here. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm like, okay, the next time we pull over to look for huckleberries, I'm going to go find some distant place to go because I can't hold it anymore. I'm like, have a stomach ache. (laughs) So I take wet wipes and hand sanitizer and I go really far off like Mm -hmm. to go to the bathroom. And while my husband and them are kind of up searching for them in a different area, the kids all start being like, where's, where did Allison go? (laughs) <laughs> did she find some? Did you find some over there? She, Allison, Allison, did you find some over there? She's crouched down. She must have found the mother load of huckleberries. Everyone different over kind here. of load. And I'm over here like being like, no, no. And no huckleberries here. Yes. And I'm just <laughs> trying to go as fast as I can. And I hear my daughter go, oh, no, no, no. Don't go over there. She's pooping. <laughs> and so here I am with my husband's high school little brothers, my, his stepmom and his dad. And I'm like, yep. 
and I'm not burying it either because I don't have a shovel once again. So it was just like one of those oh things goodness. where I was like, I was trying to be discreet and there I was outed by my four-year-old who tells everyone everything that I was pooping. And then my little brother-in-law who's like 16 and then they just like about face, walk okay. away. <laughs> well, I, one time, so you were saying Seattle, we lived in Seattle for like 10 years when we were younger and I was riding in the car with my dad and his girlfriend mm-hmm. and we were in traffic like Seattle traffic. Yeah. Um, really close to the bridge. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to go to the bathroom so bad. And we were like in bumper to bumper traffic. And you were really shy at this age. I, yeah, I was a shy kid. And it was with my dad and his girlfriend. So it's different than like when you're with your mom. Yeah. I feel like. But I was like, you guys, I can't hold it any longer. I mean, this is little me. So I'm little, I can't hold it any longer. And they're like, listen, we're about to get on the bridge and we'll be in bumper to bumper traffic on the bridge. <laughs> and there's no, there's no like grass or anything. Right. So... They're like, you'd have to get out right now. And I'm like, there are four lanes of cars mm-hmm. stopped. Yeah. And people are not on their phones at this point in time. Yeah. This wasn't, this was before. So phones. if you see, if you see someone off to the side pooping, you're mm-hmm. going to notice. And so there was like this tiny tree that was, you know, not as wide as me. I was wider than the tree. Yeah. <laughs> but I got down. I had a skinny little pine tree. She's like behind us, <laughs> like not doing anything. And I just got behind this really skinny this tree. This is when you need the group of friends with blankets singing primary songs around I, you like the girl. I know. Where were those angels? Those earth angels. <laughs> um, so I had to like go and poop in front of Seattle traffic. Yeah. Right off the your side dad's of the bridge. Girlfriend. With my, me and my dad's girlfriend. And then just walk of shame back to the car as the other onlookers just I would almost bet they didn't go. have wet wipes or anything either. So no. you're probably just like gross. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like when, yeah, when you have onlookers, when you have other people knowing what you're doing, knowing your business, something similar happened to this listener. Okay. Um, she said she was at the DMV during COVID, so the inside was closed. So all I had open was the, the drive up, mm-hmm. and the cars were just lined up. And so she was stuck on the inside. So there's like three or four rows. Yes. And, and then they're piling up. So she's stuck on one of the inside. Inner lanes. Inner lanes. Okay. So she can't like pull out and change her mind about this. Mm-hmm. And she had to go to the bathroom so bad. Emergency exclamation point, she wrote to me. <laughs> so she gets out of her car and knocks on the window of the car in front of her. Yeah. And says, I really have to go to the bathroom. If the line starts moving, will you hop into my car and start pulling the car forward? <laughs> and the lady's like... Sure. I guess At least you know no one can steal yeah, your she's car. Yeah, like, she's not going to drive it's, off with it because right. it's trapped. So I thought that was really funny that she's like, excuse me, yeah. if we move, can you drive up? And she starts wandering around trying to figure out if there's some kind of outdoor bathroom. So this is during COVID, so I'm sure the inside wasn't open. It wasn't open at all. She's like, is there a porta potty Is there a public restroom? You know, kind of how they have at state parks. Uh, she was looking for whatever she could come up with. Right. <laughs> it was just packed with cars. So people see what she's doing leaving her vehicle, wandering around, probably right. doing the potty dance. Yeah. You know, I'm picturing my little kid like holding his pee-pee, yeah. waddling around. She's like, this is an emergency. Right. She can't waddle around very If you're willing to leave your car in a drive-thru, uh-huh. you're, you gotta go. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she's like, there was no hope. She just stood there in Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, in the parking lot. Stood? Well, she's, I mean, it kind of like well, yeah, the you don't want to get when You don't want to get on your car seat. Right. And so, so you're like, well. She, yeah, she was just in the parking lot and just started to pee. <laughs> <laughs> But she, once again, she couldn't leave. Crazier things at the DMV, I'm sure. <laughs> Her car was stuck. So she goes, I had to sit in my own pee. And she goes, I pulled out my window cover and put it on my seat. You know, it was like, like the window shield, yeah, the one that like sun. flip out. She goes, I had to sit in my own pee on my window cover for two hours. Oh my gosh. 
the DMV is so bad. Like, there has to be some solution. Yeah, there's got to be a better way than to have people (laughs) urinating on themselves because they have literally been there the whole day. And she said, everyone knew I was sitting in my own pee because they all witnessed me pee my pants in the parking lot and then get back in my car. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know what I would do, but I would just be like... Let's figure something out. Let's get you somewhere. I know. Well, she, the lady who wrote me this, it was so funny. She's writing it to me and then she's like commenting like, I don't know if I should write this. You might've been there. You might've seen this. Like she, she was feeling like the entire world had seen this. Yes. And she was just dying. She's like, I, you were probably there. She was like convinced that like well, every person in the world every person had seen in her. the drive-thru hadn't seen her, she at least knows one person knew. No, because the lady she went and knocked on the door and said, I have to go so bad. And that lady saw that she never found a resolution, <laughs> then peed and it. So she just, I mean, I'm, I'm curious, like, she didn't squat down or pull her pants down or anything. Mm-hmm. She just stood and peed down her legs, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's kind of like my corn maze story where mm-hmm. it's happening. It's too late. This, this is my life. Yep. Um, okay. So we're talking about drive throughs This is perfect because this is short. When, but when this do we girl's... not discuss a drive through in regular life or, or our stories? <laughs> Correct. It's part of our life. This girl said she and her sister were at the drive through at Chick-fil-A. And you know how there are always people standing outside, whether it's taking your order or mm-hmm. someone right at the window handing you your food. There's someone always right by your your car window yeah well this girl she and her sister were in the chick-fil-a drive-thru she drove over (gasps) the guy's foot shut the front door no and i'm like that is so funny because i can just picture him being like have a good day my pleasure (laughs) (laughs) his foot just got run over and she just said my gosh shouldn't have been standing so close dude (laughs) it's true i mean they're right there in your window oh my word oh i feel so bad i want to say hazard of the trade but does anybody really expect that when you're working at Chick-fil-A? I know. You're making like $8 an hour. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, this is worth my losing my foot Ampu- over. Becoming an amputee. <laughs> my goodness. Permanently walking like Quasimodo. Right. I mean, gosh. All the Chick-fil-A for the rest of your life that you could dream of, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I would. Yeah. You got to use that to your advantage. Yeah. Be like, so I was going to file a workman's comp situation, but I'll settle for Chick-fil-A for free for the rest of my dang life. Mm-hmm. And my friends. Throw and in my that, family. Throw in that Chick-fil-A yeah. sauce, baby. Yes, you're right. Your pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you know, he was definitely like an unintended victim yeah. of, of a situation. Right. <laughs> and so this person, she sent me this story, and there was also kind of a, a victim here a little bit. A little bit of her, a little bit of someone else. She was relatively newly married. And her husband had gone on a trip with his brothers okay. for like a long weekend, like boys, boys weekend. And it was right around the time her husband was going to get home. And so she sent him a flirty text. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see you. Winky face, you know, <laughs> things like that. She proceeds to get like in her sexiest lingerie Oh, and lays herself. This has to be before kids because <laughs> if your kids are get, home. Stay in the playroom, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Turning on that Disney or movie your again. Kids are out of the house. You want to watch Frozen again? Yeah. Stay in there. They're um, like, Mom, what are you wearing? <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, she is in her sexiest lingerie and she drapes herself seductively along her couch. <laughs> and they're in like a newlywed apartment. So, right when you like walk in the door is like where you would see the couch. Right. So, she like has this set up <laughs> and is just waiting. Well, you know how I said she sent that flirty text? Well, I guess, you know, he didn't think anything like she was waiting for him right that second because she hears the door open and it opens up to his brother helping him carry his luggage in. Mm -hmm. He saw her. He saw her luggage. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, all he was trying to do was help his brother, help his brother. bring in his luggage. <laughs> oh, man. And now he has all sorts of emotional baggage. But yep. <laughs> uh, she was like, <gasps> just dying. Because oh, can't you just imagine laying yes. seductively in some kind of <laughs> yes, my brother-in-law would never let me live that down. Not you, not no. your husband, but the my husband's other one. brother would never let me live that down. <laughs> and so she just screams, grabs the closest blanket she can, and like throws it over her it, whole which self. Which turns out being the curtains. <laughs> it's falling off the window. And the, the brother just is like, <gasps> like freezes. Yeah. And she's like, I could have killed my husband like why would he send him down first like come oh, on her husband wasn't standing there with him no he's like here i'll help you bring your bag in and he's like i'll be down in a minute let me grab some of this stuff out yeah. of the car you know so the it was the brother that walked in and witnessed first. first and then the husband probably came in next and was like uh. uh and she's like i was so mad and so embarrassed and just mortified that her husband did not get to reap the benefits of the lingerie no. she was wearing absolutely because she was just like in the worst Read between the a lines, Horrible honey. mood yes. for the whole night. Oh, my gosh. Oh. And she said, thank goodness it was. So the brother that walked in on her, mm-hmm. he's like the nice one. She okay. goes, if it would have been like the other brother that walked in on like her. he like the teaser one? She's like, he would have teased me about it to this yes. day. Oh, yep. my gosh. So at least there's looking at the silver lining, the right? The silver lining there. Because she's like, yeah, well, never, you know, never brought up again. Yeah. Never spoken of again. Yeah, thank goodness. That is so bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Okay, well, this story is very different from the stories that we've been talking about. So it's kind oh, really? of like a nice change of pace. No poop or nakedness? No. Oh, okay. Believe it or not. So you're I welcome. Guess if, I guess if we have to go with something or that's not poop or naked. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if it's not urine, I guess it's fine, whatever. But she still calls this her lowest of lows that she's still felt to this day. <laughs> so a friend of hers had posted about a Be The Match event. Have you heard of those? No. It was to help a little girl who was really sick and needed a bone marrow donor. Okay. And she felt just this big pull to go. Like, she's like, I got to go. I got to go get... Yeah, go I, might, I might be the man. Right. So she got a babysitter and drove like 30 plus minutes to the address listed on the Instagram page. And it was in an area that she had never been to before, but the address led her to a car dealership, which she didn't really expect. She, okay. I don't know what she expected, but she was kind of like, this is weird. But she just kind of blindly pulled into the parking lot and was kind of trying to figure out, um, like, what had gone wrong and, and thinking, I don't think this is right. And she noticed a bunch of fancy cars all backed into their spots. Okay. And she sees, like, a popcorn machine and a couple of pop-up canopies. And then <laughs> she sees a coffin. What? And she's like, what's happening? Oh, my gosh. So she froze, and she just suddenly realizes, like, I'm just sort of parked in the middle of all this. And everyone's staring at me. So she starts to, she's like, I got to get out of here. And she tried to hurry and just pull through the parking lot, but it was blocked. And so she was like, oh, crap. So she starts to do a three-point turn, uh-huh. which turns into a seven-point turn. Okay, yeah. I feel that one. In front of all the people watching. Yes, yeah. as everyone's just staring at them. Yep. And she, my depth perception is, and like spatial reasoning is not stellar. So like, I totally am one of those, that a three point turn could turn into a seven point turn. And as she's backing up, she just becomes more and more aware. She had unknowingly inserted herself into a funeral. Whoa. A funeral. So yes, she is blocking a funeral procession that is trying to begin. So <laughs> and she's like, er, er, yep. Er, 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 trying to turn. And, um, she can feel just everybody shooting daggers at her. Oh, absolutely. With Like, get out of here, lady. Where she's smacked out blocking the path. Side note, why is there a popcorn machine at a funeral procession? Um, can I just say, I, 
I'm fine if you have a popcorn machine at my funeral. Oh, that's true. I probably would get you one. Yeah, <laughs> popcorn and cotton candy. <laughs> that's what I would want. You're like everyone, we need snacks. This is we make sure some Allison's faves. <laughs> um, but just make sure it's movie theater popcorn. Anyway, um, <laughs> so she got her car like out of the way as much as possible, but she was still stuck in the parking lot because people are lined up uh-huh. to go. So she can't just leave. And so she said she sat there sweating, trying to be discreet, but her six foot tall stature wasn't exactly blending in. <laughs> Needless to say, that event had been canceled the one she was going to oh but she somehow did not get the memo and instead of doing something incredibly nice she ended up being a funeral crasher (laughs) but i'm like the timing of this again it just couldn't have been worse i mean what are the chances of her pulling in right Right when it's starting yeah she felt so awful because here she is like they're all getting ready in this somber mood like Uh and there's a coffin and she's like ah i'm not the right place and then she can't get out and i was nervous that during the three-point turn she would have knocked the oh, over. that could have been worse. Yes, it always could have been worse. So let's just say that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed this part two episode of Commiserating along with all of us on these embarrassing stories. Thank you so much for listening. We had a lot of fun with this episode. And thanks so much for contributing. Keep those stories coming. We uh-huh. can't do this without you guys. I have a few people that message me and some of these, especially like the poop and pee and ones, you know, and everyone's like, I've really debated sending this. And you right. guys... It only makes me respect you more. Yeah, don't I only, debate. Just I only send. love you more because I'm like, that was amazing. That well, was a great, is, great story. This is anonymous. So like, other than well, us. Obviously, obviously, we kind of know. Well, right. But other than us, which you've heard some of our darkest days, um, <laughs> nobody's going to know. So this is a good time to just work through those feelings and get it off your chest. <laughs> no, yeah. If anything, I love you more. I respect you more. Thank you for the stories because they bring light to everybody. And when all said and done, just remember. Someday you'll laugh about this. Bye, everyone. See you next time. Don't forget to follow us on at GabFest underscore gals on Instagram. You can follow along with fun visuals for episodes. You could become the follower of the week. Yeah. And please share us. We would love help getting the word spread because we're just a couple of regular gals. Mm-hmm. And so spreading the word, it's actually just kind of like... That's just how we grow. Yeah, that, yeah. It's word of mouth. And so we really appreciate all of you who have shared us with your friends and your family. And please keep it up. I know. It means a lot to us. Thank you so much. We know there's a lot of like podcasts right now competing for your attention. And we hope that we can keep you guys entertained laughing. and laughing because that's our whole purpose. All right. Bye, guys. See ya. Today's episode is sponsored by Libby's Bracelets. A friend of mine turned me on to Libby's Bracelets. She had some super cute ones on and she even had them on her kids. And they were adorable. So I went and checked them out. Libby's bracelets are made of lightweight, flat glass beads, so they can be worn doing any activity. They're not going to get in the way. You can dress them up for night or dress them down for leisure. And they are handmade right here in Utah. It's at Libby's bracelets on Instagram. That's Libby's with an I-E-S. 